Hey all, welcome to Obsessed. I have a question. If you're anything like me, have you ever dreamt about meeting superstars like Magic Johnson, Dolly Parton, Keith Urban, John Bon Jovi, and the list goes on and on and on? Well, wonder no further. We're going to get an inside glimpse into what it's like to meet these people on a regular basis with the glorious Lindsay Dunn. She is a celebrity and sport interviewer. She is fabulous and she's spilling the tea. Get obsessed with your life. Hey guys, welcome to Obsessed. Think of us as your personal development entourage all wrapped up into one podcast. If you're committed to your personal development and believe your life is meant for more, then get ready to learn the tools you need to elevate this experience called life. Get obsessed with your life, just like us. We are Tia, Tristan, Mika, and Julie, and we are obsessed with humans on the verge of change. Hi, I'm Tristan, and I'm obsessed with your emotional well-being. Hey, obsessors, Lindsay Dunn is here. And I just really am sitting in front of this like beauty queen who is a sportscaster. And I say to myself, how do the two fit? But I want to welcome Lindsay here. She's already laughing at me because she's like, what is this all about? But Lindsay, thank you so much for being here. We're honored to have you in our presence. Welcome to us. Thanks for having me. I don't think I've ever been called a beauty queen. I'm such a tomboy. So like, thanks. I straight up have sweatpants on underneath my dress right now. This is amazing. <laughs> well, you know, we could appreciate that because it's like Lizzie's human like us. And my ring light is just wobbling, doing its thing. And we're live recording. <laughs> and you probably deal with this kind of stuff all the time, Lindsay, being a sportscaster. <laughs> Welcome to Obsessed. And when I say things like this, there's things just Things just happen out of your control and you just roll with it. And we want to welcome you to the Obsessed Podcast. What are you obsessed with? Oh, and the funny thing is I knew this question was going to happen. And I still, uh, I'll be like, honest, it's ridiculous, but potato chips for my Mm. like lifelong obsession. I know this, like people. You're not the first person that said that. (laughs) But it's like my coworkers will send me a picture of a potato chip in a bowl being like, hey what are these? And I have never got one wrong so far. I'll know the brand oh and the flavor. God. Like that I would say is obsessed. It may be that a is, little too yeah. far, but I love my chips. <laughs> I love chips too. I love chips. It's so funny. We had a dimple, a relationship expert that was a part of Tony Robbins entourage and a team of leaders. And that was her answer to chips. So I think it's a thing. It's a thing, apparently. But she called it something different. Oh, yeah. Dimple. Well, yeah. We have to introduce yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. So I want to ask you, well, for some of those that, that are not familiar with this amazing Canadian in front of us, I'm going to just read some of your accolades. It's so many that I just want to read a snippet that you are a two-time Canadian Screen Award winning sportscaster. So not only are you a boss, babe, but you're a trailblazer. You covered Kobe's last game, the Raptors championship, and was, I mean, you covered the Toronto Maple Leafs last season. You've been featured regularly on BBC News, BBC World TV, BBC Sports World. 
and ESPN, and I can go on and on. And you're also not only a sportscaster, a sports journalist, but a music journalist also. How do these two things merge together, a music journalist and a sports journalist? Enlighten us. I'll be honest, I'm so embarrassed hearing all those things about me. I'm blushing. You probably can't tell because my light is just blurring my face. Uh, So I'll be honest, like I still pinch myself because I don't understand how this is happening because the job I have never existed at my station before. And pretty much in Canada, this job doesn't exist anywhere else. But uh, I started off like a technical producer. Then I got into sports where I was at a small station. So you also got to do music where I ended up then going to Toronto and being in sports, 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 and the station I'm at now, they were known for creating this station called Much Music back in the day that doesn't exist anymore. And I saw an opportunity like, hey, I'm here. I'm like, well, if you want to, sure, that's free. Let's like, come on, free work is great. But then it ended up a sports person left that I was a producer for. And it's like, hey, this is a job that I can mix both of these loves together. I grew up playing sports, playing music, all this other stuff. And then for the last, you know, I don't know, four years, I couldn't tell you how long I'm there now because I truly love my job. I've got to combine both every flipping day. And it is, I'm so grateful. I've worked very, very, very hard to get here and continue to work hard. But that's kind of how it happened. It was like all of these serendipitous moments and chances, but also pushing to be like, Hey, give me a chance on this. Let me show you what I can do. I have this, 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 and this skill. And then they did a chance on it and it's worked amazing. Wow. It's honestly sounds like you're living your dream and it must not have come easy. I mean, quite honestly, you're getting to meet all the famous people and okay. Favorite. I'm going to just do this right now. Favorite celebrity that you've met. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. So everybody, but I'm going to bring it down to this year. Can I go with Dolly Parton? Because it was, oh, yeah. but it was like Dolly Parton, Barry Gibb. They had this hilarious conversation that I actually wasn't able to air about like how they were prepping in the studio. And it just like, I was in tears and it's just, she was so genuine and kind and lovely. And like, I just smile still thinking about it and I can't believe it happens, but my goal still Ricky Martin, if you're hearing this, I need to interview you. But Dolly Parton, number one, number one, number one. You met Dolly. I mean, the closest (laughs) I've gotten to Dolly is Dollywood. Okay. I'm jealous of that. I've never been. Wow. I love it. She just seems like she is the real deal. I mean, like the sweetest, most compassionate, real deal human being on earth. Um, Okay. So favorite athlete that you've interviewed. Okay. Uh, so I, I will go actually with Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was like the first in my mind, huge celebrity I ever interviewed. And I was in the middle of small town, Saskatchewan, Canada, pardon me when I interviewed him, but I love basketball and have a passion for it because of magic. And I never, ever in my life thought I would meet him or even have the job I have today. Cause it just seems so un, like not possible, but he was so kind. He remembered my name. He asked questions about me and he was just what you see about him, that enthusiasm, that's him. I just appreciate him so much and everything he does away from like basketball. And that is so admirable that a total different experience because his business, but also had a great personality. And in that sense, really a fun, unique interview, but Magic Johnson, I think number one all time. I don't think anyone will top that. Mika knows what I'm going to say. I talk about magic all the time. I met him in person and yes. I said to Mika many Queens, times, Jules talks about Magic Johnson. I do. I really do. And I'll send you the videos. He is literally the nicest guy as well. Like 
he just gives of his time and energy. He is a true spirit. And yeah, so I agree with you. Two questions, correct. There is such a fear though when like anybody meets somebody that they admire, like it doesn't matter what the profession is, that they're going to be a straight up grade A A hole. And that has happened multiple times. I'm like, oh, I don't like your music anymore. Or I can't even watch you play whatever sport you're playing because you should be a lot more happier for what you have going on in your life. So it's like those two people that I mentioned, like you're, it's just such a wonderful experience when there's wonderful or even better than what they seem. And that's what Dolly Magic, like I wish they would run for president and vice president. Go for it. Dolly Magic. Dolly Magic. She has our votes. What Can we ask you the opposite of the spectrum? Any difficult <laughs> interviews? Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> you trying to get you trying to get like, in trouble. You want the tea? Well, like I, I will not give a name because, like, ugh, I, I hate um, being negative. But I just remember going to. Uh, I'll give you two examples: one in music, one in sports. The sports one in a locker room, and I was the only female in the locker room. And I'm sitting down interviewing a pretty prominent player, and another player came beside me and thought it'd be hilarious to drop their towel and everything and to stand like this close to my face, not wearing anything, trying to phase me. The fact that they were not all there, you know what I mean? Like it was not something they should have been proud of to drop that towel. But that was such an uncomfortable experience that that person, I will never interview, I will not mention their name on air, I will not give them any positive news because they don't deserve that. I didn't appreciate that. And I know I wasn't the only female reporter that experienced that kind of behavior. And then the second time, a music interview, I went to this person's house doing a feature on their new album. This is another female artist who is known for like supporting other females and said, I really want to get you a sandwich. And this is before we hit record. And I just remember being so taken back because like in general, I'm just a petite person. Like I just, it's just, it is what it is. And it's like, I don't even know you. I'm here. And like, I am grateful for your time. I'm excited to celebrate you. And this is the first thing you're going to say to me. And it just really, I can't even listen to the music. And there's been other experiences like that. And I, re- I try to think on the other end of it, like, hey, maybe they have something going on that made them act this way. But it turns out both of these people were just jerks. So fun times. Those are fun times. <laughs> I mean, but every job, even though you're living your dream, like I'm, I see your accolades. I read your story and I talk to this amazing woman in front of us and you are living your dream, but you're also sharing the not so su- funny, sunny side of some of the things that you go through. And we talked a moment ago about when things happen out of your control, you know, like my ring light is like <laughs> hanging on by a thread right now. <laughs> and you have, and then you've got player who drops his towel. And to me, that is so disrespectful I can just picture you having to be focused and in the zone and you're having to sacrifice in a way, like setting that boundary and saying like, Hey, calling him out on it and saying, Hey, respect me is that you're sacrificing and putting your career first. And you're thinking of, you know, your station and doing what you're supposed to do. So you're setting your feelings aside for the moment to do what you are there to do in the locker room. And what's it like dealing with things when things don't go the way they should, when crazy things happen like that, where a singer you're interviewing is like, you should eat a sandwich right now. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm doing my best to do whatever she sounded like. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like what advice can you give women? Because they may not be a newscaster like you. They could be in finance. They could be banking. They could be insurance. They could, they could be anything right now. 
but in their field. And what advice could you give us? I think uh, I will maybe help people learn from example, maybe some things not to do that I did in my career because in life in general. So I haven't really spoken about this often, but my first couple jobs in the industry, I was sexually assaulted and sexually harassed. And it wasn't by an athlete. I think this is fellow journalism, a journalist, fellow reporters. And it took me a long time to work up the courage to talk to somebody about what was happening because I felt so violated. I felt like it was my fault. Like, was I wearing something wrong? I'm a very bubbly person. Did I give them the wrong impression or anything? Like I just, I couldn't believe that this person violated me and also said these things to me over and over again. And then when I found out something happened to another coworker, the same person I went told the people I worked for. And then we both got punished because this person was higher up on air and we got our shift moves and all that other stuff. And then I left the actual city to go work somewhere else for a bit to get away from it rather than dealing with it. And then I came back and worked at another station where a coworker uh, just put their hands on my body when they shouldn't have. And then even created a website, a countdown to the sexual things they were going to do to me. I let my co um, my bosses know after weeks and weeks and weeks of being harassed and saying like, I don't know how to deal with it. I don't want to say anything. And then turns out they pulled them aside. And then I come in and my stuff all over my desk is all over the floor, like smash. The person that did this, there's proof, there's evidence, nothing happened to them. So then I'm living in fear. I actually moved out of the city, took all my stuff and said, screw this. I don't need to be in this environment. And for about five, six years, I changed how I dress. I only wore blazers. I only wore like shirts. I lost who I was. I let these people steal who I was, my identity, my happiness. And it's now we're at a point where I think like, Everybody knows, and it should have always been like, it's not okay to do this. You have to speak up and you have rights and don't let somebody steal who you are. Because for me, I lost basically five, six years of my life to these thoughts, this constant thought of what did I do wrong? And I know I didn't do anything wrong and we shouldn't be made to feel that way. So it's speak up. Like it will always be right. Sometimes like the reaction that they give you may be frightening, but you can't let them take who you are and you have to be strong because you, you are a good person at the end of the day. And that's what I've told anybody that in this industry that may have experienced the same thing. And that's how I push myself forward after that and continue to thrive. And I know for a fact, I live rent free in those people's heads that did that to me because they're pissed of how successful I've become. Wow. Boom. That's mic drop. Mic drop. Yeah. I mean, just sit and bask in that live rent free. And I do know in terms of growth, we don't grow when we are comfortable. We don't grow when things are going our way. So it really does speak to the work that you've done, six years of work. And I too feel like I dimmed my light for so long because I was afraid to really cast shadows on people around me. But, and in the same sense, I don't want to ignore the irony. You know, here you are going through sexual harassment and then you meet a famous songstress and she's telling you to go eat a sandwich. There's that missing link of women, especially locking arms and supporting each other. You know what? You nailed that on the head because I'll be honest, in life, really in this industry, it is catty. You are set up to want to tear somebody else down and fail. My first couple of years in the career, like absolutely, you were doing anything you could to succeed. Like I would think it more so than actually do stuff, but if people delete my scripts, you have people like sending fake emails to like say, oh, this other reporter is terrible. Like what world is this that we live in? And it's just like, 
women should support women. And about honestly, I say five, six years ago, I realized a couple of things. I don't care what, what people think about me. Like you can send me email you want. You can say my report is bad if I work with you or not. But it is so much easier to be kind and not put that negative thing or support another female coworker, whoever it may be, or take your journey on another route. And that is what I've done for the last several years. And I'm telling anybody, if you're able to make that switch to not give a crap about what somebody else is doing, like social media sucks, but focus on yourself and use it as motivation to what finds you happy. And it is a really, really hard mindset to switch, but I've done it and I am truly happy not caring what other people do and just focusing what I can do to make me happy doing what I do that makes me happy. And women, like we're awesome. All of us have so many amazing accomplishments. Like it's so nice that you've even asked me to be on your show. Like you both are lovely and it's just, it's really not that hard to support each other. Lindsay, you just fit in. I'm telling you, you're adopted into the obsessed family. Right, Jules? (laughs) You'll be surprised how we stock you for the next, for the rest of your life. But in a really positive challenge accepted. Oh, thanks, Lindsay. Lindsay, I'm dying to ask Lindsay this question. So you mentioned a second ago the things that you like, and I am down with everything that you just said that we women should lock arms and support each other and not give a crap about what's going on social media and what other people think and do what makes you happy. What makes you happy? Like, what do you enjoy doing? Because you are this boss babe. You're the only woman in your industry right now in Canada, and you're just like crushing it. So we want to like let people know that you are relatable. You are a normal, regular girl, a regular woman, a regular queen. You're no different than them or us. So what are the things that you like doing? Oh, I'm definitely no different than anybody else. I let everybody know like the back of my hair. The greatest thing about Zooms is like, I do not spend any time doing that. Like, is this like the Zoom mullet? You brush the front, no time for the back. Uh, but the Zoom I, mullet, I, I've never heard of that. <laughs> the Zoom mullet. It just happened. I love that. What I want to say is, so people are like so lame, but what makes me happy is honestly going to the dog park. <laughs> I do it every day. I just, I love it. I love dogs. I think no matter what time of day it is or what you're feeling, you get this awesome greeting. And I have a year and a half year old Corgi puppy that is just stupid and licks your face and just runs around. And there's just such a joy. And I will make an effort every day to go to the dog park, take my dog for a walk, but that makes me happy. And like, (laughs) I really truly love my job, but I also like, I, I love just sitting with a, like, bag I was gonna say bowl I want the whole bag of potato chips and watching a game and listening to an album I that's I'm very like low maintenance that's my favorite thing is I'm very much a homebody and I think a lot of people can relate to that but (laughs) the silly thing is my favorite thing in the world is a dog park I'm gonna admit something Lindsay if I was a guy I would date you I just want to say, you sound like my kind of girl. <laughs> well, how about we just become best friends and hang out all the time? Oh, I'm a little there you go. Come on, guys. No, we're all best friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all best friends. We're all best friends. We're locking and arms. Locking arms, yes, for sure. We're locking arms. And also, you've been commissioned into the lightning round. Or we're going to give you a Get series nervous. of questions. Yes. I'm so sweaty right now. How's that oh, relatable? Yeah. <laughs> Well, see, we are really sisters because I'm a little sweaty too. And Jules is going to kick this off. Go ahead, Jules. 
Okay. Now I might get you in trouble. Okay. So we're going to start this off. Don't think, just speak. We're going to ask you just lightning round of questions to find out who the true Lindsay is. Okay. Favorite sports team? Lakers. Favorite singer? It's Brothers Osborne, uh, TJ Osborne. He's got a deep voice and it's just, it's awesome. Celebrity crush? Oh, Chris Webber. Retired NBA player. I'm sorry. He's such a babe. I never talk like this. He is cute. He is cute. Your last place you vacationed to internationally. Oh, oh, this is set like it's Paris and it's been years. Last book you read? Sports Illustrated. No, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. My ears did not hear. You know what? I did say if I was a guy, I would date you now. I don't know. Because I like my girls to read. <laughs> okay. Can and you read to me? <laughs> okay. I would read to you. <laughs> we'll start with Romeo and Juliet. And so, kidding. Mika is- has called me up and read me books before. And I'm like, that is true. what is she doing? <laughs> I read the jewels. And so, what is your favorite dessert? Cheesecake. Oh, I love cheesecake. I honestly feel like I should be in the Golden Girls. Like that is just my vibe right there. Yes, Florida. Your girlfriend can move to Florida, live on the lanai. The and we house. need to wear matching like uh, mint colored mumus or sweatsuits. Like nice. you're set. Set. Okay. This is the last question. This is most important. Favorite podcast. Oh, obsessed. Thank you. Oh, every day. We love best. Lindsay Dunn. I mean, and for the record, if I was a guy, I would totally date Lindsay. I'm just got to put it out there. And yes, Lindsay, I would have read to you every night. So. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> I'm going to find a book for you to read to me now, and then I'm going to send you a message. I love you yes. both. I'm obsessed with you. Oh, we're totally obsessed with you. We're following Lindsay from our crown and compass, crown underscore compass uh, Instagram account. We're following you, boss babe. Continue doing what you're doing and letting your light shine for the world because you shining shows us all not just like people that are watching you, but you also inspire us and our listeners to shine too. It's like, if you can do it, then you give us permission too. Thank you. We're locking arms with you, sister. And obsessors, until the next time, get obsessed with your life. Thank you for listening to today's podcast featuring celebrity sports and music journalist and boss babe, Lindsay Dunn. Lindsay is not only accomplished and dominating her industry, but she's also super grounded and humble. What kind of a friend, like she's the kind of friend that you could watch sports with and eat bags of potato chips with or listen to an amazing live performance from Elton John, Eric Clapton, John Bon Jovi, Dolly Parton, the list goes on. What were your favorite takeaways from today's episode? I cannot wait to read them over our social media, our Instagram, crown underscore compass girls. Please like, subscribe, and review our podcast. Share it with some of your girls, your coworkers, your aunts, your cousins, your sisters, whoever you feel is going to benefit from the content from today's episode, which is made for you. And Queens, bye for now. I'm going to go catch my crown and 
and I'll catch you later. Mwah.